Perfect. Well, Sam, it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're going to go ahead and get back to some music. And thank you guys for listening to The Switch. I'm Femja Tal. I'll be here next Friday from 1 to 3.
That felt so real. <laughs> hey, 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 welcome. You are listening to Psyched Radio. I'm Neeraj. And y- I'm Blanca. And she's back! <laughs> <laughs> the audio goes straight to red. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how you know it's gonna get mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get it's mean in the reds. Uh, good to be back, Neeraj. Welcome back. It's been a while since we've been here in the psych studio at Thrill House Records. Together, I've been coming here and every Friday I've been... <laughs> You've been working hard. <laughs> I've been singing ballads missing you. <laughs> <laughs> on or off the mic. <laughs> People tune into Psyched Radio and be like, what the hell is going on? There's a lot of missing... There was a lot of missing happening, mm. but not anymore. <laughs> now so it's just pure repulsion. <laughs> like, why is she back? Why is she here? God damn. Where was she? That's the big question. Well, earlier today, you and I hit up Tartine <laughs> to get some baked goods. Mm-hmm. That's currently where I'm at. But where I was was uh, visiting some visiting some family uh, in Spain. So. so if you see like one listener <laughs> registered... From Spain, that that will have been me, uh, listening to um, twenty minutes, <laughs> twenty minutes of a mean curry. Twenty minutes is good. That's twenty minutes is good. It's very powerful. That twenty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and why should why why don't we do this? Why don't we just talk about the last two or three months? Let's catch up. Let's catch up in the <laughs> studio. In three weeks. <laughs> Let's talk about the past two or three. Let's talk about the last two or three weeks because a lot of, a lot has happened. It was the end of summer, Oof. and uh, I think the last time I met you was before going dream. to Burning Man. Mm, yes. And oh, uh, I would love, yes, to hear some of things that happened over there at Burning Man. At yes. Burning Man. And why don't you tell me? About all the new ingredients that you've picked up for mean curry in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's just setting on to me now that I should have maybe prepared <laughs> a bit. No, there's there's no there's no required in ingredients that you need to prepare with. We we all already have them within us. Within us. And they come from our memories. Which brings me to my first ingredient <laughs> that you should that you should hold on to is is the ingredient of self-love. Oh the my ingredient god! Self-love. Wow. <laughs> when it, so this is a hot tip. When in doubt, in a setting like this, just go to self-love. A life pro tip, folks. Life pro tip. Um, uh, if you have your first ingredient is self-love, then any anything you prepare. Mm. moving forward will just be full of love and will, it will be full of you exactly and if you know anyone says like oh this food is disgusting <laughs> tasteless <laughs> tell them no no speaking from some experience <laughs> <laughs> speaking from personal experience we've, we've served some really mean curries before <laughs> yeah, the mean curry was our food verbally abusing they, us back they always do not go as well appreciated as we might hope for and that's okay. And that's okay. Because we put our heart into it. Exactly. Um, which <laughs> is what I remind myself when I have to spend extended periods of time just with myself, which is what sort of the past three weeks has been. Um, just me, myself, the beach. And uh, it was sort of, 
the backs backsplashed. <laughs> is, that, is that a term <laughs> to describe social dynamics? A backsplash. A backsplash of my family, yeah. Mm. Because they're 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 you know they're there, <laughs> and a good backsplash can really set the tone of a whole kitchen. Mm. None of this is making sense. Well, so I'm if, glad. If I I see you mentioning a beach, and was this uh, in Barcelona? Is that where you were? So I was in the beautiful city of San Sebastian, which is a, the coastal city in uh, the Basque region of northern Spain, wow. right near the border with France. Wow. Um, so you could just drive over to France. We, we went and drove around the, the Pyrenees mountains for a bit and then just cross over to different beaches, but also in France. Um, it was chill. It was a chill time. Uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot. I, I spent a lot of time at the beach um, eating food and then having mm. to protect that mm. food from seagulls <laughs> because they would intimidate me <laughs> while oh, so I was <laughs> chilling there. <laughs> so Spanish seagulls also are fuckers like San Francisco seagulls. Yeah, they're, they serve some of the meanest curry. They tried to steal my food on several occasions because I was on the beach just trying to take a nap, as you do. Um, and the next thing you know, I just hear this <laughs> sound and I look over <laughs> and it's my lunchbox <laughs> being dragged away. <laughs> by this fucking seagull and I was like there's no way you're gonna do this to me right now so I like I just sort of you know when you like fake out a when you fake lunge at something uh-huh. I fake lunged at the seagull and I don't mean to, to show off when I say that but yeah I intimidated a seagull and protected my food <clears throat> held your held your boundary I I established <laughs> a clear boundary with the seagull I said is it kind to take my food? Is it necessary to take my food? <laughs> and is this your truth? <laughs> to take my food away from me? Um, to which the bird said, yes! <laughs> and then slapped me in the face. <laughs> so Seagulls can do that. Um, aren't they supposed to eat fish from the sea? And the sea is, I imagine, full of fish all the time well they fucking why wanted they my moved to cookies. human food they wanted my cookies my chips my my jamon serrano Ooh. and my bread so let's talk about what was in that <laughs> lunch a little bit <laughs> i don't know what you're what, expecting what are, what are, were like there any tapas lunch. Were, were oh there any tapas God. how are the tapas in san sebastian the tapas are um globally or world renowned uh so if anyone is looking for a good place to travel, you know, San Sebastian has a lot of good food culinary tours, um, a lot of like sort of Michelin starred tapas restaurants. And uh, I if I was with my family, I would <laughs> I would be able to eat some tapas. If I was on my own, I would go to like a market and eat some nectarines and like uh, some chips <laughs> and just a loaf of, of bread. Mm. And. I'm thinking San Sebastian is like a very. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean uh, San Sebastian? <laughs> San Sebastian. How how do I say? Uh, I think San Sebastian. San, San Sebastian. San Sebastian. Yeah, that's fine. Or Donostia, which is the the Basque name for the city. <clears throat> so um, does Basque have its own separate language, accent, dialect? Um, yeah, they have their own language, and it's it's it looks very intimidating because it's a bunch of like it's a bunch of vowels uh, interspersed with the letters K, X, <laughs> and I'm like I don't 
I don't know how to pronounce this. Uh, it's a very complicated language. I don't know what it's sort of derived from. Um, I don't. I don't know anything about Basso. Ask me no further questions about this. But yeah, it's. A, it's <coughs> well, it's you its were there for a month. <laughs> <laughs> you could have learned claiming your families from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. they they had been going there for for a long time, um, and then eventually my parents, you know, they they bought a place there. So ah, that's beautiful. Um, it had been my dad's and and his family's sort of like summer like summer area to spend time in. Um, so it was cool, just like, oh, it was like, oh, my dad as a kid was running down these streets, and he was like, oh, he was playing on this beach. Nice. Um, and yeah, and we passed by this the old building they used to live in, and it was like, oh, my dad as a like as a little child would like run up this these stairs on this building, and uh, yeah, it was sort of just cool to see um, what that what that was like nice. I've, I've, I've been there many times before I'm acting like this is <laughs> <laughs> this was a revelation well this is the first time you're probably describing it to unknown yes. people yes wow who have who have oh, may or may not have known oh my god I don't think it is recorded I think it oh, just okay. goes out onto the internet and I think everything just stays on the internet <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in some some like corner of the internet have you ever imagined the internet as a space mm. if it had if every big platform was like an island mm. in in just a vast vast uh, mass of sea mm. and then you had a google island and mm. you had an apple island and you had a facebook island or a meta island mm. and <coughs> imagine all the things that you've done on the internet are somewhere on that island you may or may not have access to it and i don't know why we've switched to tech <laughs> from from the lovely beaches of san sebastian but <laughs> no it's like if you were gazing out that beach you would see the apple island the google yeah. island uh you would see all the shameful things you did on the internet <coughs> in the mid 2000s when people weren't sure how to treat the internet when uh, we thought that when facebook is asking what's on your mind you just used to put the favorite the song that you were listening to on repeat Right into Facebook and letting everybody know this is what I'm listening to, or uh, your political opinions, when it was a, when people thought it was a safe space to be themselves <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> what what thing of your of yours would you absolutely not want to be found on the internet that has been on the internet? Ooh, that has been on the internet. Yeah, I what's the thing want. that you don't want anyone to talk to know about <laughs> to answer on your on your live radio show? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. If I I sit here and I ramble uh, all my thoughts out, mm. which I know are gonna stay somewhere on the internet, at this point I just don't care anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where it's like you either protect every part of it, your being or uh, all the information that you have, and be safeguarded, or just have completely open. Uh, rules where you say that I'm going to share every fucking thing do what you want with it and just leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> do what you want with it as long as none of it involves me yes and this okay. this reminds me of this interesting case about uh this one brown guy in New York mm. who who was brought into interrogation by uh, a government service like FBI or CIA just cuz uh he was from i think 
he was from the Middle East or he was from Afghanistan or Pakistan. Mm. And because of that, they just kept interrogating him and like asking him about uh, if he had links to some organizations abroad, which he, he had just no connection with. Mm. But he kept ke- he kept getting pretty much harassed by the government. So what he did was he uh, he sort of shared his he created a web page or his on his site and he shared his constant location on that <laughs> site. It's like this is <laughs> this is here's my Twitter feed. Right. <laughs> here's my uh, 24-hour location. Wow. And I'm just gonna share all of this. Wow. Do what you want with it. Mm. And he didn't give a fuck. And when y- when information is so easily available, mm. it loses its value. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I am too. Where mm. like. So no part of yourself is is sort of safeguarded from your your online footprint, your digital footprint. There may be which uh, has not yet occurred to me that hey this is this doesn't exist. Uh is that the only way for any information to be safe from the internet is if the individual themselves is not aware of that of that aspect yeah. of themselves? Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure Google knows things about me which I don't really think about on a daily basis, <laughs> but they're like he drinks more tea than more coffee. Mm. And I'm pretty sure Google or Facebook is aware of that. They've they've made several predictions um, about your life, and and the path the pathways you can take. Given the fact that you drink more chai in the morning <coughs> than coffee, it's, you're you're set. <laughs> there are only a few ways your life can go from here. <laughs> and Google has calculated every single one of them. By the way, this isn't sponsored, but I guess you can say this is sort of like. I don't know, pandering for when Google takes over everything and swallows uh, us whole. Yeah. Um, so that just remember that we spoke very kindly and fondly <laughs> of you, Google. And I have no idea which island this this bit is going on to now. Right now it's just going on the internet, but mm. it'll stay somewhere on the servers, maybe of Amazon. Mm. And Amazon, we're good people. Please we're leave us alone. <laughs> Did take take our data profile since you already have that because you purchased it sure. um, directly from Google, who just really <laughs> gives away your inf- your your information. But uh, yeah, do with it as you please. So yeah. I don't know how we got here, but this is there's. But now I'm um, I'm I'm I wanna hear more about <laughs> you. <laughs> You're talking about the lunch that you had at San Sebastian, which was dragged <laughs> by a seagull. <laughs> if you. <coughs> Um, well, um, some of my favorite lunches there uh, was uh, eating some octopus, the pulpo a la gallega dish, which is just grilled grilled octopus. And there's this place that does it. Re- there's this restaurant in the old part of town called La Sepa. Um, La Sepa, yes. Pay La me. Sepa. Um, <laughs> that does it really well. And... Uh, yeah, one of the, my favorite things to eat whenever I'm there. As a kid, I was like, oh, "This, why am I eating tentacles? I don't want it, any anything to do with that." Um, but now I'm like, "Fuck yeah, give me that fucking octopus." <laughs> so you're no longer that kid. I'm. In some ways, I am, and in some ways, I'm not. <laughs> in some ways, I am still that kid. <laughs> um, but but yeah. I'm happy that that you're just 
yeah, not eating without questioning because that opens up the world. <laughs> I'm I'm distinctly remembering this video when you were in were you in Cambodia where you were eating a scorpion and yes. you're like <laughs> and your face turned like 180 degrees but you were still chewing. You were like, <laughs> it was very underwhelming. Oh. It, it the the scorpion that i ate in cambodia uh again something that's on the internet which i had no idea <laughs> was there it's to be seen yeah. uh but that was very underwhelming because it was crunchy and <laughs> not fleshy at all it was mm. like it was that kid who would have asked why am i eating this this has no real flavor or mm. even the texture is not that great Okay. It's just to sort of show that hey, I, I ate a scorpion. Unless there are better scorpions cooked somewhere else, and we just got a bad. We just picked it up from a vendor who was just carrying mm. a whole tray of them mm-hmm. <laughs> on the street. Just carrying it. With just carrying fried, uh, fried, fried, cooked. I don't know. Not burnt, deep, deep burnt fried. scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> Roasted. Roasted. Um. What 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 has been a food adventure that that you did enjoy <laughs> that wasn't a tasteless scorpion? There's plenty of food adventures. Uh, there is there is this Indian restaurant down in Santa Clara. God damn! I know. Not near us. <laughs> I know, but it has o- only on Sundays they serve uh, what is called Nandu masala. which is uh crab masala. Oh. And it is just like oh super spicy, That's extremely so delicious uh Goddamn. crab food. Wow, that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded of um uh the other week my friends and I got some takeout from this Korean place in the Mission Jampong. One of the dishes there was like it was like r- raw, it was like raw crab. It's like spicy kimchi raw fermented crab or something. Um I forget the actual name. But Which restaurant is this again? Jampong. Jampong. Yeah, in the Mission here in San Francisco. Um <laughs> Shout <Yeah>. out. <clears throat> but yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, that that would be a great thing to do, right? To just review some restaurants of San Francisco. since we are mean curry and we love to talk about food love to talk about food i mean why not this is art of every flavor this is not just a music station this mm-hmm. is a culinary station culinary station culture lifestyle making food is probably mm-hmm. the best art there is cuz you're serving love in love. the form of food yeah. in the form of nutrition and that there is no greater love there is than no that. greater than serving food what is the last thing that you cooked that you were really like i feel like i was able to convey love through this dish mm. <laughs> Five years ago <laughs> 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 um you know what my cooking has sort of become more sparse Mm. in the last few months mm-hmm. uh I don't cook on a regular basis anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh I do remember cooking um I should get this name right but I think I won't uh <laughs> 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 My my friend Yaz it'll only be on the internet forever it's okay. Yeah, my my uh friend Yaz gave me 
Zatar, which is Middle Eastern spice, and he's from Jordan, and he I think he got it from there when he was there, and you marinate chicken with olive oil and just just generously pour zaatar on it and let it marinate overnight and then just put it uh, on a grill and that is i think that was what i had last cook that uh. sounds so good <laughs> you 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 don't see us right now cuz we haven't integrated uh, a live video feed as part of the show but one day yeah but we're literally drooling <laughs> that sounded like a wonderful description um of uh, zatar zatar but that was the spice i don't know uh, there must be a name for the dish that i missed zatar chicken that that sounds uh so delicious mm-hmm. and i just realized i did not post about the show on instagram so which is probably the source of a lot of my listeners go post um while you go post that i will describe the last dish that i uh that i cooked uh got some uh, kimchi fried rice and uh you just put uh, literally just some corn I don't know how you feel about like pineapple uh, in your fried rice, but I definitely put pineapple there as well, um, and <laughs> as well as uh, yeah, a bunch of kimchi, like chopped up kimchi, um, and then some garlic, uh, some what else did I put? Uh, some soy sauce, uh, some vinegar. Yeah. Wow. Just fried rice. Can't go wrong with fried rice. No. And. that was paired with um the people i was with uh they made some fadseo noodles um and then we also had some korean fried chicken uh so that is the last <laughs> that is the, la- <laughs> the last time uh, i was in a i was graced with a kitchen uh to cook in that is elaborate and sounds delicious it was it was a very impromptu thing um as well and uh shout out ranch 99 is where we got our uh, ingredients or is it 99 ranch? oh i love i love ranch 99 yeah yes ranch 99 for rocks. all your needs um and then woke up the next morning and <laughs> made some noodles for breakfast by the way you might uh be able to answer this for me <laughs> where does ranch 99's like region what is the region cuz i just call it asian market mm. for all all asian needs but is there like a more specific uh region for it uh, again uh like i said you can't see our faces right now when i'm looking <laughs> at neeraj panicking how dare you ask me a question that requires knowledge um i uh, i i i don't know i it you can find a, a variety of of different asian ingredients there yeah um east asian south southeast asian um but that's as far as i <laughs> i understand um but but let's let's uh <laughs> let's listen to a song ooh cuz we have one lined up and uh we're excited for you to hear it so uh, who are we listening to lanka we are First listening to Dengue, 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 uh, off their album Semiero. 
I don't know like what that was. Just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Dengue, 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 uh, the track Semiero. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And li- you're listening to Psyched Radio. Um, I'm Neeraj, and we have Blanca today with us, hello, finally. Hello. It's good to be back. It's good to be here. Shout out Psyched Radio. Yeah. Um, fun to be playing Mean Curry again with favorite co-host and only co-host <laughs> Neeraj um, and yeah and yeah we were talking about food talking about from food. San Sebastian <laughs> <laughs> the pronunciation only gets better over time wow it's uh, actually I had a I had, I had more questions about San Sebastian oh please no, because yeah. um, I, I because isn't that region Still, still hung up on on the geography. About things I don't know. Um, yes, yes, please. <coughs> no, but uh, the little bit that I know s- uh, of Spain, from I went there for four days, and like uh-huh. four weeks, but I went to Barcelona, mm. which is the Catalan region, mm-hmm. and they have their own language and are f- part of the Spain uh, country, but still sort of like an independent-ish thing. And I know that. Basque also had something similar, but I know all these things because I watch a lot of football. <laughs> <laughs> and then I I I research these clubs which are from these different regions. Mm. And uh, if you didn't know, Basque has it's a very uh, traditional football history. Mm. And um, I, I sort of know the answer for this, but did you go to a football <laughs> game <laughs> while you were there? <laughs> I um I did not near it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was in proximity <laughs> to people <laughs> who were watching it. Yeah, there were a lot of regional games happening at the time, uh, and everyone was very excited about it. I don't know who was doing what. There, was, Madrid was playing Barcelona. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just named cities. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but uh, yeah, no, I've never I've never gone to see um. A football show or a soccer show anywhere in uh, Europe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the the Basque um, region is is sort of its own entity, and I think only recently have they s- sort of um, stopped <laughs> uh, trying to sort of like militarize their independence. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as opposed to like the Catalan region, that they were they're very like they're very well funded and they're. Um, yeah, they're very well supported <laughs> in their in their want for independence. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> let me <laughs> let me. Yeah, just you know one thing. So bringing it back a little bit to the food <laughs> is I when I went when I was in Barcelona and we were walking up to to a game. It w- it felt like we were part of this wave of people, mm. right? Who are just walking from the public transport. Mm. to to the stadium and there's a lot of street food mm, mm-hmm. uh on the sides and uh <laughs> I can't remember what the street food was but I remember eating and uh you just get like a whole bunch of different uh things you know here uh, you only get sausages <laughs> and hot dogs and yeah. stuff on on as street food mm. um but there's there's like a whole different world of food 
uh, on the side of the streets there. Yeah, um, food culture. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> food culture. Yeah, food culture in Spain is sort of like very specialized by region. Mm -hmm. um, so when wherever you're traveling, you sort of want to look at like, okay, what do they really... Um, what's their expertise here? And I think you, you have just like a really good time and also just like sort of not expecting um, to get, well, just like placing your expectations appropriately. If mm. like, oh, if this region is good as this, you maybe don't expect that same level in another region. But yeah, generally food over there is good and they sort of like encourage variety. <laughs> um, a well-rounded meal of several different fried things. <laughs> And what would be the second ingredient? The first ingredient, if you were not tuned in back then, was self-love, which took us on several journeys, <laughs> from the from the beaches of San Sebastian to yeah. the Amazon islands in on the internet. Yeah, self-love is crazy. It'll take you far and wide. So, what's the second ingredient? Ah. Uh. So glad you asked this question uh, that I should have expected. <laughs> well, I, I think the 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 second uh, ingredient is sort of like patience with self. Um, I guess that sort of ties into to self love. But um, so while I was while I was in Spain, I uh, two days after getting there, I I got I got scheduled for a meeting with my company, and it and it turns out I, I was getting me and and my entire team were uh, were getting laid off. So. <laughs> uh oh. That's uh oh spaghetti. I was I was uh, sitting at and a, how uh, th th that happened on on your vacation. On my, while I was there, um, it was like six six p.m. Uh, that the time there, and I had to take this meeting at a cafe. Oh, how terrible! <laughs> I was just, um, eating an empanada and drinking oh. an espresso. <laughs> So when they were delivering the news of like, oh yes, due to the current economic shifts, uh, we're redu reduction in labor force, and I was just like taking a sip of my coffee, and I'm like, you know, this, this is all right. <laughs> it's not a terrible place to lose your job. Um, and it gave me a lot of free time uh, to to be with myself. So the my first reaction was like, oh, I'm ecstatic. Like I get to be on vacation that I was going to work remotely during, but now I just get all this free time. Oh, that's awesome. That was awesome. Um, so first, yeah, first reaction was elation. Second reaction was like <laughs> the fucking gall <laughs> of these people <laughs> to lay me to to lay three years of my life, um, which is insignificant in general. But I am. I'm like what 13, so that means <laughs> <laughs> my entire tweens was taken up with this job, um, whose whose name shall not be named. Um, it sounds like I worked for a controversial company. No, I just worked for some <laughs> random company. Uh, but yeah, it was like uh, it was anger, I guess. Uh, I was like oh, the fucking audacity um, to fire me uh, after all the. Uh, all the work, I guess, time and energy I've given. Um, and, you know, to, to some people, I guess that company or some people, like, jobs are just jobs. And it's, like, it's another thing that you can put on your resume. Um, but I just have a hard time doing anything. So that job was really just, like, uh, it, it was the most basic things were an effort. Like, it, even just showing up was an effort. I'm not saying anything, like, crazy here. But, like, um... <clears throat> 
yeah, it was it was just a lot. <laughs> it challenged my will to live a oh. lot of the time. <laughs> and I was like, then uh, you're happier without the job. I'm and, definitely happier. And it. now you have more time. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. Uh, you have more time to. You didn't just get more time to explore uh, the new uh, Basque region, <laughs> <laughs> the cobble streets Map of San Sebastian. <laughs> Uh, but now you you're getting more time to yourself and explore what other avenues you can you yeah. can build make happen. Yeah, oh, it's been an awful time. Um, I've just been with myself, <laughs> <laughs> and that is the scariest thing. Happy I imagine Halloween. that is that would be a wonderful thing to spend time <laughs> with you because it is wonderful to, uh, to spend time with you, and I truly truly Likewise. mean that. Oh, you're being too kind. And to all our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it was not real. <laughs> <laughs> He said it for the camera. <laughs> um, no, I truly mean that. And yeah, I'm excited for what's going to come come next for you cuz <clears throat> Yeah, you're you're not really 13. <laughs> <laughs> You're like we weren't committing and any labor law <laughs> misconduct here. And yeah, you have. Yeah, you're such a wonderful person. You're bright. You're brilliant and so smart. I've seen you just tackle things and <laughs> yeah, and you know you're you're a doer. So I'm um, I'm excited to see what you do next. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, the audio is like red. And and I'm actually glad that this is this part is going to be saved somewhere on the internet because who knows one day we we'll, we we'll be looking back and and we're like why didn't that radio thing work out again? We <laughs> 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 just spent two hours complimenting each other. Well, I I feel the same about you, Neeraj. I appreciate your friendship, your company. and your very interesting mind <laughs> <laughs> which which i i describe my mind as like how deep to the rabbit hole do you want to go <laughs> speaking speaking of rabbit holes i would love to hear about the various rabbit holes you went through at burning man i explored i chased down and i would just <laughs> yeah that is why i I go to Burning Man is to explore all these rabbit holes in my in my mind mm. and come out with this feeling that all of them exist for a reason and for whatever reason these rabbit holes were made uh however good or bad they've always served me well mm. uh cuz things somehow just work out uh when you when you apply your heart to what are you doing mm. that's that's what i came back with from burning man mm. like the the theme of this year was waking dreams and i think i'm <laughs> on the waking dream island i am like and my my whole entity because i feel like i have been uh daydreaming all my life mm. and then just sort of expecting that oh i daydream because they eventually co- become a reality mm-hmm. and burning man feels like this place where your daydreams do manifest within a span of a week 
you can just meet somebody who when you meet them it feels like i was supposed to meet you for this very reason because uh, both of us were feeling uh, we were experiencing some sort of void in our lives which you were supposed to fill mm-hmm. and that happens on such a frequent regular basis or at burning man uh that you start of you start to believe that oh this is how things are always supposed to work uh it's nothing special about burning man which is happening this is how life is supposed to work serendipitously you come across uh people you come across obstacles you come across detours in your life's plan that you that you think you know where you your life wants to go but then when you just you know take a chance with something or some people you put your heart into it then it goes in a completely unexpected di- direction but when you go on it you feel like oh this is this was meant to be mm-hmm. and that's that's my burning man journey in a in a nutshell that's beautiful <laughs> wow what is <clears throat> what are what were you able to bring with you into your daily life in my daily life it is this exact belief that anything can happen mm. at any given moment you have this this power to manifest your whatever you imagine you can imagine mm-hmm. and you are capable of it not at some point in the future but today right now mm-hmm. it's this uh, i i had to so this is what i sort of think of going to burning man with a certain baggage which i know i'm going to uh give up mm-hmm. and burn it off maybe it could be a part of my mind it could be a part of my being uh it could be a dream which i have been holding on to it could be some some long lost ambition some love and i go in with this thought that oh, this is what i want to give up this is what i want to burn off mm-hmm. and if i do that every year i i feel like oh then i have more space to do something new and this time i went in with the idea of burning off this uh this dream about having a band and <laughs> how that band would be and how things would uh happen in in a musical sense and i had that with you and a few of our friends uh together where it worked really great but then it did not go where it, i i wished it would have gone mm-hmm. but it went somewhere completely sideways mm-hmm. and uh i wanted to sort of burn off that to make space for something new which will grow in its space mm-hmm. and that helps me to not hold on to things mm-hmm. which didn't work out for me and make space for new things which with which bring new hope <laughs> that things will work out again Yeah. That's beautiful. That's what I took back. Are you um able to speak on any new dreams or current daydreams? Yeah. Current daydreams. 
would be one uh, to have this show go on uh, as as this. Mean curry three to five Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Psyched Radio. <laughs> psychedradiosf.com <laughs> and um you know just keep doing this i i love spending time in the studio now it's uh, becoming more and more strong uh, but at the same time uh, this new waking dream has come of moving to uh, moving to the city of angels uh, oh a little down south <laughs> Amazing. This <laughs> is the first time I'm hearing of this. Yeah. Uh but that was a theme uh early on in 2020 or 2019 2020. Uh before I moved from Bernal Heights to Inner Richmond, I had this thing in my mind cuz I have a whole bunch of friends down there uh who who are sort of my tribe and some of them were here in San Francisco and they moved to LA mm. and yeah a part of me wants to move there just to be with them uh but San Francisco I feel has I have my roots down here a little bit mm. to um so yeah who knows uh something will emerge I'm sure something will emerge yeah, yeah. and uh even if I get to be you know a person who just spend some time here spend some time there mm-hmm. i feel like i'm i'm like tumbleweed <laughs> <laughs> there, there goes near it <laughs> flitting about <laughs> between lax and sfo yeah again and, and again and just looking for fresh water mm. uh, is that what tumbleweeds do i think so oh okay i think they just so they have a direction uh no i think they're just directed by the wind mm. and they just go where the wind takes them mm. hoping that they will find uh a patch where they can float mm. for a bit mm. and put down the roots mm. uh and if the water dries up they'll start tumbling again they'll start tumbling and on to the next thing yeah so i, I i'm wondering if the water has dried up for me in san francisco and today uh keep moving and there's also this uh not this dream but i want to go back home to india mm. um just cuz i have not been there back in 5 years which is mm-hmm. insane to think about mm-hmm. and uh i'm just waiting for some paperwork from government paperwork Whew. uh in 2022 mm. governments are taking time and the immigration system is just grinding yeah. slowly to keep me waiting for <laughs> getting my visa renewed getting but your visa and seeing your family yeah so that's that's what's been going on well i hope wha- what is meant for you will be delivered to you so um, and i hope the journey is a fun one that you can enjoy and grow from absolutely is that is that is a, those are all beautiful dreams and daydreams to have yeah yeah and on that note should we should we play the next song let's cue it up let's do this this is sisifo by meng mengers is that how you pronounce it uh, sure yeah right. could be <laughs> <laughs> we're good dj hosts <laughs> this is the button <laughs> 
we're back. You're listening to Psyched Radio. I'm Neeraj. And I am Bonka. And this is Meen Curry. <laughs> yeah, we're back. <laughs> Feels so good. This is one of my favorite things to do. And yeah, doing it with you makes makes it so much more fun. I am. Um, feel honored um, that you invited me to be on this show, on this project with you. I say as I'm moving the mic, I hope that doesn't, <laughs> I hope that's not caught on here. Um, I have a fun time, we're here in San Francisco, weather is nice, I have no idea what it actually is. Weather is nice where we are right now, in the mission. If you, did, if you do not know uh, San Francisco uh, that well, the, the weather changes from neighborhood to neighborhood. And where I live, I have not seen the sun in like two weeks. Oh my god! Uh, and I that 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 tells you why I'm wearing that thick jacket. Yeah, I I beat up the mirror today. He's wearing this whole ass like puffer jacket. Come to Isar Richmond and then you'll appreciate the mission more. <laughs> you'll appreciate the, the, the gentle warmth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alright. Um, we were so far we've talked about our ingredients have been self-love and patience. And those are two great things to start with. Uh, we talked about your trip to San Sebastian. We talked about <laughs> The islands of the tech world, the giant islands of the tech world, where this is this recording will really one day just recite. A bit about the Burning Man rabbit holes. We talked about a few of the waking dreams that you currently have experience. One more thing which struck me about Burning Man was this uh, uh, I met you at the center and uh, some other folks from the center were also there like the two that we just met Fan Lee and Zhao I hope you're listening Fan Lee uh, uh, hey <laughs> hey Fan Lee hey Zhao and uh, and I met uh, Sia who you know uh, over there she she had brought her handbag we jammed for a little bit. We played at the temple uh, at Burning Man. Mm-hmm. The temple in the center. We had a uh, we had sort of like a ceremony uh, in one of the one of the best camps there is, uh, which is called Bubbles and Bass. Bubbles and Bass. <laughs> wow. Bubbles and Bass has all these. It has it has always great music and it was on the on the esplanade, so it was on the playa. And we had a ceremony with Liliana and Sia and Bree. Uh, and all all four of us were you know came together from the center. And I, I keep going back to that place just because of how uh, how magical it is. Just under the guise of a tea shop, there's uh, there's like this beautiful world of upcoming artists and uh, doers and creators. That's that's the feeling that I get from that place. And, 
there again last Sunday after after a really long time. I, I stopped going when the open mics moved from Friday to Sunday. And uh, <laughs> the day I went, the open mic was not, not there on Sunday. Because uh, uh, Liz and Thierry were not there. But uh, the people who come there were still, you know, the space was still the same. And we had a small jam, uh, sang a few songs. And it felt like a oh, good old days. Right? harsh sun and that meant that I, I would just keep the guitar inside in the RV or uh, only take it out at night when it was cooler uh, and yeah I played in front of my friends which is why uh, I took it there to be able to just sit by the campsite and play with me and I, I was supposed to do a show uh, where I just you know bring people in and sing for them uh, but we had uh, we had this big camp right across from us called Pink Mammoth who are known to play great loud music dance music of course and uh, it's, we were right in front of them their, their music was just gonna drain out everything uh, but yeah I don't mind just stages uh, and equipment just kept there and on our street which was 9.30 and F we uh, there was another camp called Piano Lounge and Piano Lounge had two upright pianos back to back and they had a bass guitar plugged in uh, and uh, and an electric guitar plugged in and a drum set just there just gonna be there for seven days and they had an art car which had a piano on it and the lights would light up as, as the piano plays and this was on our street so every time 
I was heading out from my camp, I would stop here, play something on the piano, and then move on. Yes, uh, and one of the days there was already a group playing, and we just started playing, and then we played for an hour, and it was just beautiful. This this girl was sitting on the piano. She was. Uh, <coughs> uh, she was from London and she was so gifted and talented uh, that she would just keep playing the chords and just come up with the chords and she was, and she was I felt a strong connection with her uh, and then we went back to her camp which had a karaoke as their main team. So we sang, sang songs for an hour or two over there <laughs> before we rode off into the desert and danced, uh, danced the night off. And that night was one of the nights of the big uh, drone shows. They had insane drone shows. Blanca, I cannot tell you. These drone shows were, imagine... 100 or 200 drones wow. floating up in the sky uh, all have lights on them and they're synchronized and making patterns now the previous patterns were just like you know shapes and things this time they made a face and this face was like looking down at everybody in the sky imagine a hundred foot face made up with lights just floating in the sky and then there was poetry. They used the drones to write text in the sky. It was insane. And they wrote poetry. And I was thinking, like, if we were uh, like a civilization which has not had contact with the rest of the world, and we we do a drone show <laughs> above them, they, they would think that, okay, this is clearly a sign from God telling us exactly what to do yeah and it was uh, the, the, the re recurring feeling that I get from Burning Man is I'm, I'm just have been picked up from the world and placed on a different planet and that was even more pronounced this year Yeah, yeah. There was the that was the man. That was the literal God walking amongst yeah. men. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, one of the nights was this big, giant dust storm, which happened. A dust storm, and the dust storm lasts for hours. It's just a constant flow of dust, right? And you cannot see beyond a few feet. So you're completely, if it's night out, then it's completely dark. You cannot see anything beyond this. Like an arm's length. Even with a torch. And I was in this dust storm for the whole night. <coughs> and I had fun. You know why? Because it felt like uh, I was, it felt like I was a small fish in the, in the sea. Because I was supposed to be on a playa. And that land used to be a lake. And there is now this medium which is sort of denser than air all around me and it is flowing all the time. So it's not still water, it's, it's flowing water. And 
I, I can still go through it without any hindrance. Uh, it does take me in its direction, so I just stay with the current. But I felt like I was a small fish in the sea. Uh, with my tiny little light, and I would keep cycling. So I'm on a bicycle, and I have a headlamp. And I see a faint light somewhere far away. And it's slowly, slowly getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I ride towards it. And when I get really close, that's when I find out if, if this is an art installation or if this is a person. And then you just come across a, a different being or a creature <laughs> who, is, who you know is human. Uh, but they could be dressed up as something completely different. And what I had was, I had a, I had a hat on my head, and uh, somebody had given me two tentacles, uh, two octopus tentacles on the side of my, uh, to put on the side of my hat. So I felt like an octopus. And you come across people who you have, you, know, you have no idea who they are, they have no idea who you are, and you meet and you connect. There's, there's no, nobody else around you. <laughs> Yeah, and whoever you meet is like you're both sharing the same experience, so you're in it together and you feel very connected because you're going through the same thing. You're also in a state of mind. Yeah, and I met some really cool people along the way. One of the people that I hung out with. I later found out was the, the lead actress in Terminator 3. <laughs> yeah. She was in our camp. Yeah. And we hung out and we were painting some art uh, thing that was happening in our camp. And we talked about our, our lives and she said that she's an independent filmmaker and whatnot. We're like, oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And later my friend tells me, oh, you know what, she's she's actually the lead in Terminator 3. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I should have asked her the, the question of the she was something before. Is any of your work for me? <laughs> uh, wow, yeah. That is true. It it did uh, question my uh, belief, and it sort of brought this resolving that I don't have anything in my hands. I have no control over things which are way bigger than me, like uh, the like the sky. I cannot change the moments I, yeah, I actually uh, just let the hand take me in the direction of the wind. <laughs> Talk about faith. <laughs> and I knew that I was going away from the camps. And 
very difficult to get back because I wouldn't know when the storm was going to end and I'm being pushed away from all civilization the things but I was like I have faith it's going to be fine and I reached the end of the I reached the trash fence uh, so the trash fence is the boundary to space That has been playing in the background. <laughs> uh, but I reached the trash fence, which is like the boundary that you cannot cross, mm. that you should not cross. Mm. And I got there and there was an art car waiting, uh, just standing there with two people on it. Mm. And he, it, it wasn't even moving. He was just there. Mm. And I reached it and he was like, we're going to go back to town. I was like, can I come with you? <laughs> like yes <laughs> of course <laughs> so i put my bike on their car wow. and it felt like now i have attached myself to a bigger fish because the art car is a car it can move around easily mm-hmm. and i he brought me back to where the camps were it's an octopus wrapping your tentacles around this this larger fish that can guide you through yeah. things yeah so. like hey this this current is too strong for me <laughs> <laughs> Can I can I hit a ride? Can I hit a ride? And mm. and like true true Burning Man moments, it it just worked out. Wow. Mm-hmm. What parts? I mean, I'm glad you're safe <laughs> from the dust storm. <laughs> <laughs> you made your way back. <laughs> um, what parts were really challenging for you? Or what do you remember um, perceiving as a like a test of your faith? Yeah, challenge. It, there's always like this trajectory or I have every time been through this trajectory of why do I do this? This is, (laughs) 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 why do I put myself through this? This is so much work. This is so uncomfortable. Uh, This is really harsh. This is futile and meaningless. Like we are spending so much energy and fuel to be here in the desert. and is it really worth it? Why Why do I do this? And I emerge, I go through it, and it always, always feels very gratifying. And then I come back with, I, I'm glad I did it, and I'm going to do it again, mm-hmm. feeling. Um, but the most challenging parts are from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. when the sun is up. <laughs> Yeah, is and it, was it? it's it's always above hundred. Oh my god! Yeah, you would hate it. <laughs> but luckily, we had lots of hydration, and uh, an an RV with an air conditioner. Oh wow! Yeah, <coughs> uh, I cannot imagine camping there in tents like a lot of people do, mm-hmm. and that is like bare survival. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I could always fall back on this RV, so I had like a safe. I had a cheat. I had a cheat code. A cheat code. Um, <coughs> yeah, but was it colder at night at least? Yeah, at night it gets really cold. <laughs> you have to wear like thick layers, and fur at at night. Wow. Uh, you described you described your 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 tentacle hat. Um, what were some of your Burning Man fits that you brought with you? See, I don't have Burning Man fits as such. I have a bunch of things that I normally wear at home. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and <clears throat> not gonna lie, I do f- end up looking a bit homeless sometimes. <laughs> 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 Just rags and stuff. Mm. Um, but no, I have I have some Burning Man clothes. Uh, but there are things that I would also wear at home, and I once uh, on on one day I wore a dress. Oh, lovely! Yeah. How did that feel? It felt uh, like stepping outside of a comfort zone, mm. but also completely natural, because mm. it was like this is also a piece of cloth. It's just shaped differently, which is why everybody perceives it as a woman's dress and not a man's dress mm. but at the end of end of the day it's just a piece of cloth mm. and does does a cloth define a gender no no mm-hmm. should it why should it right i think uh, cloth should be a or clothes can be a, a means of self expression and mm. it's up to every individual how and what they want to express and uh yeah it's up to every individual to assign meaning and value to what they wear and how they wear it yeah. um so if wearing this dress is for you is liberating then that that's mm-hmm. what it means that's, yeah. that's what it is and i felt that was a great place to try it out mm-hmm. to just explore how it feels mm-hmm. uh and being here in san francisco it feels like very natural because mm-hmm. uh, i've seen uh so many people you know wear clothes which are which traditionally were gendered but have no such meaning and to do that it felt yeah liberating that's awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you have any post burning man rituals that you do in order to sort of reintegrate back into this san franciscan lifestyle <laughs> one uh, it's not a ritual and i don't think i've only been there thrice so it hasn't become a tradition mm. but every time you come out it's like oh what is the first meal that i'm going <laughs> to devour <laughs> yeah fresh <laughs> and, water and, and that's how we always come back to food guys <laughs> <laughs> mean curry <laughs> mean curry um this time we had an in and out Uh, yeah. an in and out burger which yes. felt so so good so gratifying so gratifying uh with animal sauce of course of course always uh last time i remember we had had uh this incredible biryani mm. <laughs> and see all these great indian food places are in the south bay i have yeah. to call them out uh like biryanis and achi pakadai which we talked about before S- south bay has the best indian food there are good few restaurants here mm. uh which are good but not south bay good sometimes i feel like the food in south bay is on par with what we used to eat in india uh so they're like that wow. good Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll have to go How to South Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your bags. We were in South Bay. Yeah, I remember coming back from the airport and the first thing my friends and I did was go to In-N-Out um to get food. It's yeah. it's right there and it, it nothing brings you back into life like a good burger. <laughs> welcome mm-hmm. to your welcome to this industrialized lifestyle you're used to living. Yeah. Um, so 
shout out in and out i guess <laughs> <laughs> nobody's paying us but and i uh so i met made a really good friend uh this is the person i drove back with mm-hmm. uh, his name is justin young and he owns like this uh this company which does very artsy things he just does art projects mm-hmm. and he has a great studio space in in like the bayview uh, region and i went out went there and checked it out it's like just great things and all the stuff that you would need to do freaking any sort of art wow. um and he's he's also a great great guy uh to spend time with and you know i just love how that happens and uh just meet the right people that you're supposed to meet mm-hmm. and he was one of them too Mm. So, yeah. How has your art been impacted um recently or by the experiences you've had at Burning Man? I I feel like a lot of my writing went down cuz I sort of putting expectations on myself mm. about how I should be writing and what I should be writing and why have I not not written about so and so and it doesn't help in the writing process <laughs> to have these <laughs> to have <laughs> these expectations. expectations and judgments before writing itself uh but but yeah i'm still writing and i wrote something yesterday which i felt was really good mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> but i don't think i have it right now on me what oh. i do have is something that i'm going to read Ooh. yes let's do welcome this welcome to poetry co- is it poetry or just a passage it is poetry welcome to poetry corner of mean curry art of every flavor um right now we're going to be given the honor of a reading um by neeraj himself <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> So if you're new to Mean Curry, uh, we cover all the dis- sort of different aspects of art, music, people, poetry, visual art, um, just the vast scope of human existence <laughs> in the form of <laughs> and just two friends chatting. <laughs> just, just rambles which has been put into words. Rambles, yeah, that that are now airwaves. Some, so, yeah, somebody's put these microphones in front of us. <laughs> we were just minding our yeah. own business and, and we're going to we're going to do this till they till they just literally snatch these microphones <laughs> away and we like you're done. Get out of here. <laughs> this is not supposed to be here in the first place. Um <laughs> uh, but no, we're we're very grateful for Psyched Radio and everybody at Psyched. Mm. And shout out Psyched Radio has its Psyched Fest coming up end of October building up to Halloween. we are uh, we have shows from 27th to the 30th uh at 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 some of great san francisco locations like the knockout neck of the woods elias in oakland and what is that alex's bar wait that's in la we're doing something in la that's that's pretty cool right? yeah and yeah j- check out our instagram psych radio sf uh for more info on on it check out our website which which has all the listings of the shows um what's coming up you you can click on the shows to directly buy tickets 
on the top right hand corner there's a button to donate if you feel like uh giving something to the station because this is uh independent radio this is all volunteer based everybody here uh gives in their time and uh effort and money to keep this going and we would love if you also uh pledge something and on that note i'm gonna read something which i wrote last week uh and the i i like writing and i like reading it to my friends uh and blanca is one of the person i sometimes Ooh. would call up like hey i i wrote something do you want to hear the answer is always <laughs> always love to hear and i would ask you to if you have something to share as well uh to pull it out yes cuz you you're a great poet to blanca you, i don't know why you act as if you're not but yeah blanca poetry is off the roof it is oh, incredible <laughs> but uh but here here i go uh a fork in the road three prong three pronged on its head it stood south goes to a freeway north goes to a train ride back home i've got dreams dreams to remember dreams to keep up with but i've got no roots here i'm just a tumbleweed tumbling around looking for a river i sense the wind blowing and it's always blown me in the right direction so far at least but this time i'm on my own and i feel stuck i'm a tumbleweed and i stumbled across here in in, in i'm in good shape so far and i've had a few mishaps along the way but i've still kept my way i've kept walking the wind has taught me that dreams are merely illusions blown into my ear during the day and lived by my mind at night that's all they are and that's all they were ever they will ever be if if i let them remain dreams some if i let them r- remain dreams they will just be that and i'll never have to think about them or remember them but some dreams some dreams do come true but do i get to choose which ones will come true or does the wind make that choice for me as well what if the wind deceives me am i at its mercy do i have any say in which which dreams come true the dream that i'm living today i had dreamt it a long time ago but never expected it to come true but here i am i'm living it so some dreams do come true did i bring myself here or did the wind bring me here what about all those dreams which didn't come true like like being the world famous cricketer who broke all the records and won all the world cups and and won all the trophies <laughs> at the age of 16 <laughs> what happened to that dream what happened to that dream <laughs> uh and is there any point in chasing these dreams anymore all all these dreams all that they've given me are desires and ambition they've ignited a fire in me to keep going and keep my high eyes on the horizon and and as i do that i just watch a dream become a reality but the wind can be relied upon no longer for i am alone and i'm stuck and to be free i must lean north or south should i head south to the city of angels and chase a bigger dream or call it a night and head back home back home by the banks of the kali nadi and the dev bag beach 
drink water from a well, eat mangoes all summer, go on morning walks with Baba and his binoculars, pohe and poe for breakfast, and the best, best tajje nustya for lunch, watch sunsets at the beach, play with Didi and her kids, grow a big garden in the back, stargaze and solve deep mysteries of the universe with Ai, and that'll be just one day at home. I feel stuck in a thorn. I can feel my destiny is in my own hands no longer. For I fear a storm is coming and time is a luxury no longer. I'm calling the eagles to carry me home. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> um, that was really beautiful. <laughs> what an amazing poem. I don't even know how to process it. Um, Wow, dreams are just illusions that the wind blew into my ear during the day and my mind brings to life at night. I love writing that. Dude, <laughs> what an awesome passage. Yes, that was that is my favorite. That is like the crux of that dream part, right? I When I wrote that, I was like, oh, this is... You were like, this oh, this is gonna oh, this be is such a hit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a banger. This is a banger of a line. <laughs> Truly. And, and then what is? what are some of the foods that you referenced? Um, where the version of yourself who goes home uh, eats? Yeah, so or pohe is a traditional uh, breakfast, which is puffed rice, mm. uh, rice. With, with turmeric. And it's wonderful. Delicious. Uh, with roasted peanuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. And a few chilies. So it, it has like a kick to it. A little spice in the morning. Yes. That, and it's so funny. I, I had a friend visit uh, visit us and I was I started making pohe. And the first thing is you pour oil and just uh, let in hot oil just drop these chilies. Mm. And they just like s- sizzle and just wow. wake everybody yeah. up. <laughs> and you she was like... Crying. And she was like, why is this spicy food being made at 8 (laughs) a.m.? I woke up crying. (laughs) But that's, but that's, that's India. That's our food. Uh, The other was pore, which is just, uh, you know, dosas. Mm. Um, Those are our version of pancakes eaten with chutney, Mm -hmm. which can also be spicy. And... Uh, the Tajje Nustya means fresh fish. Mm. And where I'm from, it's the west coast of India. Mm-hmm. And our staple food is rice, fish curry, uh, and coconuts, and mangoes. Wow. And it's just beautiful. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And yeah, those that was the fork in the road where for a, for a while I was just thinking what am I doing here I should just head back home mm. what is the point of doing all these things that I do because I don't get to spend time with my parents and my family as much because of it and it's been five years since I was last there which adds to it because yeah. I would keep going back every every year and a half once every two years mm-hmm. Uh, but because of the pandemic, I've been stuck here. Mm. I can go, but if I go, I cannot come back, which mm. is my whole freaking dilemma with the immigration system. Quite of a big fork. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, immigration system here sucks and is very. So that was that. Is there anything you would like to read? Oh my God! After that, yes. I have. So I haven't been writing um, as much, or uh, I haven't been writing anything really. Um, and I'm like trying to talk, but also like scroll through my notes. Oh, then let me <laughs> let me do all the talking, and you you can do all the scrolling. Because oh. I I I am grateful that you did that when I was scrolling, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> because it does take a while to go into Google Island in the drive. Uh, neighborhood and find the right street where I have left all my poetries up in Google's freaking island which I wonder if they read it I'm pretty sure they read it they've read all my poetry they've read all your poetry and they, they know how much tea I drink and how much coffee I drink <laughs> they know they know the 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 various rabbit holes that your oh, mind goes down yeah. and they actually fabricate your dreamscapes they do now um, they don't they feed you specific visual inputs throughout the day as you're browsing Google uh, to create sort of, sort of like subliminal messaging as you dream at night totally um I I don't uh, yeah I I this isn't I mean yours yours was so beautiful and like <laughs> related to everything that we've talked about I no it is poetry it is it has it can be anything I um this is a a very short poem that I wrote while I was sitting by the river in by a river in Northern California. Um, and just floating, floating, <laughs> floating down the river. Um, I just like closed my eyes and, and just fl- let the current take me. It was a very gentle current, so it wasn't like uh, I was rafting in any way. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I don't have a title for it. This is a very short one. Um, good conversation may be abundant, but good silence is rare. Mull over the dialogue that only you can share between the space within you and the space beyond. Speak upon your truth without uttering a sound. Calm the voice that seeks living. Calm the voice that seeks death. Calm the voice that seeks to bring attention away from breath. To rest and feel rested. To live and feel alive. To be hurt by the sting of a bee seeking only to protect its hive. To be dragged by the current, making its way to sea. To be consumed by the essence of all the things you're meant to be. Only to learn that there's nothing more to become. That which you have been, are, and will be, exist already in you as one. Thank you. Short poem. (laughs) That went very deep. Actually, I would would like to hear that again, if you don't mind. Just (laughs) because... I was trying to hold on to all these things that we're going through. <laughs> we're going through. Um, yeah. Do we have sound? We a, actually, oh, uh, these are the headphones <laughs> and <laughs> we we are <laughs> such uh, noobs here because uh, we kept the music playing in the background and apparently it was very loud that we, you couldn't hear us. <laughs> and I don't know for how long that was happening, uh, but I, we were I speaking over the music. Um, but uh, right now we're not we're good and yeah um, so that was one of the reasons why I missed a little bit of the beginning of (laughs) your (laughs) poem so (laughs) I came in I came in into um, into the essence of Mm. that part and essence essence. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, no, thank you for giving sound to our show. I, I kind of like that. The the f- sort of first half of our conversation is um, hey, is only now only resides in in our consciousness. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. no one else. <laughs> <laughs> and Oz just walked in, the custodian Ooh. of records in the house. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> Oh wow, we would love to hear that too. Because yes. <laughs> today is uh, Mean Curry's Art of Every Flavor. We're just doing. This is Blanca, hey. uh, who Oz. I know Hi. Oz has not met. Nice yeah. to meet you. I'm good. Yeah. She is a co-host at right. on Mean Curry. Yeah, yeah. I've just just haven't ha- been here in a while. But yeah, yeah, and nice to be here. we've yeah. we've been catching up. That was that was the theme <laughs> of today's show. Is <laughs> Is Neeraj and Blanca catching up <laughs> on their <laughs> on doing your thing? Sorry, so no, oh, no. Um, so the train stopped about two. Um, uh, uh, while we hear uh, Oz's incredible traumatic story about, <laughs> 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 about the train, about about his about his uh, walk in here, um, let's let's listen to some Kadera.
Alright. Yeah, we're back. Uh, you are listening to Psyched Radio. I'm Neeraj. I'm Blanca. This is Mean Curry. And unfortunately, this is uh, the end of time. Time in the whole universe. Uh, yeah, right at this moment. <laughs> right at this moment is the end. So thank you for spending your last moments with us here at Mean Curry at PsychedRadio.com. It um, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we talked about... A whole lot of stuff right beginning from your trip to San Sebastian, uh, the tech islands of the world, uh, a lot of Burning Man experiences, our poetries and our ramblings and thoughts and some uh, good cumbia Latin music in, in there in between. And mm-hmm. I, I did realize that we were talking over while the music was playing. So apologies if you were listening and if you wanted to listen to the music <laughs> than, than us ramble, <laughs> then apologies for ruining that. If you wanted to listen to us, but the music was getting in the way, well, just call us and we will, <laughs> we will update you. We'll give we'll you a personal you live show. Everything that you missed. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, this brings us to a close of uh, this chapter of Mean Curry. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. We definitely did. And we will now leave you in the able, able hands of the custodian of records. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we do that little switch, <coughs> I'd just like to give another shout out to everybody on Psyched Radio and to everybody who's, um, you know, checking us out on Instagram, coming to our shows. Psyched Fest is coming up. So... Yeah, let's let's do this. This is gonna be an exciting, exciting run to Halloween. So, I'm I'm hoping I can see some of you people uh, who listen to us. And tonight at the Knockout, there is Sunset Images and another uh, great set of bands playing. So, if you're looking for something to do on this Friday night, go to the Knockout. It is gonna be awesome. Psyched Radio San Francisco and Psychic Room 